0: And our swimmers now, you know, have raised over 55 million pounds for charity. So it's been the most stunning success. Mm. But beyond that, it's driven more and more people to swim regularly during the winter period. So it supports Mm. our pools and uh, backs them up and makes it, uh, it, it, it's it's a great exercise to keep swimming pools uh, with healthy numbers during the, the, the winter.
1: Welcome to the Propulsion Swimming Podcast, where we aim to give swimming the coverage and publicity it deserves. Every week, we celebrate the sport we love with amazing special guests and topics from around the swimming pool. And now, here are your hosts, Scott and Dan. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Propulsion Swimming Podcast. I'm your host Scott and back with me, as always, is my good friend Dan. And on this week's show, we are talking swimathon.
2: Yeah, this week's topic is something I've been wanting to talk about on a podcast uh, ever since we started Propulsion Swimming actually. And I think Scott will agree with me that I've been pestering him for the last two years to try and talk about this subject. <laughs> um, this is going to be an awesome episode to be honest with you. We've got a guest that really is British swimming royalty and I can't wait to
1: get going. Yes, Dan is certainly a huge supporter of the event, and believe it or not, two years ago, we did actually record an episode yeah. with a Swimathon ambassador named Laura, only for COVID to hit a week later and to kind of scupper that that whole episode as planned. Um, but for those who don't know, Swimathon is an annual fundraising swim that takes place in participating swimming pools across the uk and is considered to be the world's largest swimming fundraising event so to help talk us through the event we are joined by the 1980 100 meter breaststroke gold medalist and the president of the swimathon duncan goodhue duncan thanks so much for coming on to the podcast this week how are things with you
0: well it's just great to be on with you uh, talking swimming you can't get enough of that can you Uh, and to talk swimathon too it's just been a a fantastic journey swimathon and uh, it's helped so many people so really excited about uh, uh, talking about it and explaining some of the things that go on in the pool around you
1: yes Mm. definitely so we are going to talk all things swimathon but as we've got you on we we can't not talk a little bit about your swimming career to start with so as we said, you're, you were the 1980s Olympic gold medalist. Um, swimming has changed a lot since the 1980s. How do you think it's personally changed?
0: Well, it's changed uh, massively, but it's not changed at all because at the end of the day, it's one of the most objective sports you can take part in. You know, you know how uh, you know how many lengths you are swim, you know how many tiles you're gonna pass by to get there. Um, <laughs> and it's down to, uh, uh, you know, a hundredth of a second, and you're in your own lane. And when you add that up, it's one of the purest sports you can take part in, uh, and it doesn't lie to you. It, it's uh, there's, it, it's uh, just beautiful in that purity. And uh, it, when, when you go through that excellence journey, whether it's from uh, age group onwards, um, it's just such an adventure. Uh, of self-discovery and uh, getting to know people and uh, uh, understanding, uh, I suppose, how things work.
2: Hmm. How has the training changed? Do you still swim, actually?
0: Yeah, uh, a a good day is a one-swim day. A great day is a two-swim day. And uh, (laughs) I'm a crazy. I do open-water swimming. I swim uh, uh, regularly at the Serpentine in London, in the lake there at Hyde Park, uh, through the winter. Uh, They keep on telling me how great it is, I just don't get it. (laughs) But I still get in there. Uh, You can get a hell of a buzz out of it. But going back to the question about how it's changed, I I think that the knowledge of the coaching has changed tremendously. And I always remember, uh, you know, the, the fantastic David Haller. And I went to go and see him one time. David Davis was training. Um, and he was just bouncing up and down the pool at such pace. So I said, how does he do that? And he said, uh, well, Duncan, you know, in your day, we didn't understand about rest. And we didn't understand by resting swimmers, you get fitter. And I said, oh, that's great, David. Thanks. So what <laughs> you're saying is, you know, David Davis is on the ninth floor of fitness and I never go off the ground. And he was tired <laughs> all the time. So uh, I, I think we, 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 we did a huge amount of training, um, but very different training to what uh, people do now. Uh, did, did a lot of weights, particularly in America for short course yards. Um, and uh, it, was all, it was all about, for me, uh, getting the margins. And, and, uh, and, and the videos uh, coaches can get and, and the analysis and the understanding of the ma- mechanics has improved tremendously and of course the biggest thing of all is the funding Um, and back back in my day uh, you know I got a sports aid foundation grant and that was it Um, and it it was all done under my own steam so that's that that the support uh, mechanisms are in place once you get your head above the parapet a bit
1: interesting you say about Dave Haller. That was uh, Dan's old coach. It was, yeah. It was for two years when I went to Cardiff, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: He was, uh, yeah. He, we worked hard. We worked hard, yeah. but we also rested quite hard as well. So, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I always re- remember lovely things he used to say is uh, uh, we, we used to rest very, uh, a huge amount of time, and particularly for me because I, I got so tired. Uh, and i'd uh, rest seven eight weeks uh, going into a competition and uh, he, he was he was great because he'd he'd uh, he'd tell you to save it and you'd get out you know and the whole concept <laughs> of saving it during a rest you know you, you were so feeling so good you wanted to do more and you'd go, yeah. oh Duncan get out save it <laughs> uh, and it's a great you know psychological ploy to to improve the chances of you succeeding
1: definitely um Breaststroke has always seemed to be a very strong stroke in the UK. Um, why do you reckon that is? Do you think you kind of laid the foundation for that almost, or is it almost ingrained within British swimming?
0: Well, I, I think, uh, I mean, an um, um, American coach that I had uh, thought it was because we walk walked so far, but I think that was just nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> but... but uh, I, I, uh, it. it Going back to Captain Webb, you know, we've had a history of breaststroke. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, during the sixties, you had uh, Anita uh, Longsborough. And so there's a kind of, uh, um, I suppose, a breaststroke culture in the country. um, And uh, David Wilkie uh, uh, broke through. And at the time, you know, there was David Wilkie, Paul Daysby, and David Lee, uh, and uh, yeah, one other, <laughs> sorry whoever it was, <laughs> <laughs> and I came up on their ankles, and um, you know, I, I, I didn't swim for Great Britain uh, until I was 19 years old, and my first official uh, a meet, uh, uh, international meet, was the Olympic Games. Uh, in Montreal. And the reason for that was, you know, we pretty much had the three fastest breaststrokers in the world at the time. Mm. So, you know, I, I was fortunate to come up, you know, in that environment where success was normal in the pool in breaststroke. Um, and I trained with Maggie Kelly too, and she, she was just unbelievably fast. And, uh, and, and that was a gold medal that But sadly, it wasn't one, but it should have been. She got uh, silver instead. Mm. Mm. But uh, I think the culture of breaststroke is so much here in this country. And what a great stroke.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts on how the stroke has changed over the years? You take a look at Adam Peatty and he's very much higher in the water, whereas it used to be very flat. What's your your thinking?
0: Well, I mean, uh, it's a different stroke. uh, Because in my day, you, you had to keep your head above the water and, you know, you had... Uh, you had particularly East Germans. Uh, the, the, the girls did. They put their hair up underneath their their hat, so mm. when they went down, they could go down deeper without breaking mm. the rule. <laughs> uh, so, so you know, the second you can actually dip your head down, uh, first of all, you kind of break the surface fit friction for a second, which gives you an advantage. But the mm. second part of it is you get a slight undulation in the stroke, which gives you. It's not a kick, because otherwise you'd be disqualified, but it's almost a kick upwards that propels you forward. Um, and the, the, the final bit was when we pushed off the wall, you had to be like a plank, <laughs> and now you're allowed a huge Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, the times just dropped massively from when, when I swam, um, and part of that is a change of stroke. And, of course, the rest is... Uh, they're better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> they train harder. So, um, but it's, uh, I, I think a lot of what restricts us is uh, mental. You know, um, we, we, we've evolved uh, to where we are. Um, and we haven't yet evolved to polish chairs. We're physical. We're, uh, we're governed by our, our evolution. And um, if you talk to... Um, uh, if, if you're told some really, really bad news, you kind of go into shock. A person will go into shock. And one of the things they'll say is, who me? Mm. Why me? Why me? And uh, those two comments are really, really powerful um, because they protect us about against uh, all the bad that can go wrong. But e- equally, they protect you about something you're not uh, actually uh, ready for. And and most of my journey uh, in the latter part of my career was uh, getting over uh, who me, why me? Because I was swimming in American nationals, which was uh, a meet that was had more, well, it was more competitive than the Olympic games at the time because American men's team had, uh, you know, sometimes four or five of the top people, uh, top uh, swimmers in the world. And I was ahead of the two world record holders who'd been sw- swapping world records. And I i, I was nobody from nowhere. Um, and I came up to breathe. And I was still 18 at the time. And I heard my name uh, mentioned on the intercom. At that point, I realized I was ahead of the two gods of my sport. You know, the lions were there. And it was David Wilkie and John Henkin. Uh, and... Um, I remember saying, "Who me?" You know, I'm I'm, from Yappton, West Sussex. You know, and the whole thing fell to pieces. And uh, I suppose the way the way I I I think of it is that, you know, if back in the day when we were uh, hunter gatherers, uh, if there was a a nasty, fierce beast you were trying to kill, you wouldn't arrive in front of the, 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 the the tribe, the pack you'd uh, arrive at the same time or just behind because <laughs> you didn't want to be the first one to get eaten um so I, I think we do have a kind of defense mechanism and the question I I, I asked you know I, I, I'd ask a, any swimmer is what are you doing um to normalize it you know uh, winning a gold medal should be getting up in the morning and and uh you know, going and winning a gold medal as if you've been, you know, got up in the morning to shave. It's just so normal to you that it, it just happens. Um, it wasn't that easy to do, I must say. And I nearly blew it anyway, but <laughs> that's the theory. Of the
1: so we got you on to um, talk about swimathon. Let, let's get on to the main topic then. So, what is swimathon to start with? I know I gave it a bit of an intro, but yeah. why you give us the, the, <laughs> the president's introduction.
0: Yeah, I, I got I, the whole thing got bigged up. It was fantastic. <laughs> I, I, it it was uh, an event that started in the late '80s, and it, it, you know, we'd we, we'd actually dominated sponsored events uh, in sport
2: hmm.
0: as a sport because every child would do a sponsored swim, and. Um, but, but it'd get no publicity and it would have no marketing, real marketing drivers or anything like that. And, and a guy that I'd been working with um, at the London Youth Games um, you know, uh, managed to uh, put a pilot on and asked me to get involved uh, two years later um, uh, to try and emulate some of the success of the marathon in the pool. But of course, you can't get 33 or whatever it is, thousand people in a swimming pool, might be a might be some issues, no. Um <laughs> And uh, so we we did it in a lot of pools, and we had a series of different challenges. And uh, and the first one was quite extraordinary. We raised just a startling sum of money back there then in 1988, and we were really fortunate because we had Princess Diana um, opened it, and uh, it, it was uh, from then on it just uh, went went crazy. And our swimmers now you know, have raised over 55 million pounds for charity. Wow. So it's been the most stunning success. Mm. But beyond that, it's driven more and more people to swim regularly during the winter period. So it supports mm. our pools and uh, backs them up and makes it, uh, it, it it's, it's a great exercise to keep swimming pools uh, with healthy numbers during the, the, the winter. Um, but also, it's got just the most phenomenal stories. You know, mm. Mm. Um, I swam with uh, a, a young lad who was five years old. He swam one length. His parents swam 200 lengths. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was a, a farmer and his son, and they were, they, they, there was something going on So I got to talk to them. and It turned out the father had had a heart attack, and he had joined Swimathon um, to, to recuperate. But really, he'd joined Swimathon he wanted his son to swim because he didn't want his son to have a heart attack okay. and his his son was uh, you know so wanting his father to get fit again so there are extraordinary stories about mm. what what goes on in the pool and uh, and and it's just uh, largely it's normal people you know we do have competitive mm. swimmers taking a part and doing a little training session now if you want to do a real training session you you join the 30.9, which is 30 k- kilometres uh, and, and 900 metres. It's all the events together, and you've got to do it over the event weekend. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. So we, we got these various challenges um, from individual ones. That, that the, the main one individually is a 1,500 and uh, the, 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 uh, 5K. Mm. Um, and then we've got a whole bunch of team ones, and we've got a 400 metres for starters who can't swim. Uh, very well, um, and uh, then uh, we have my swimmer thumb. So you know, some people are very shy and they get very very nervous. And uh, you know, everybody uh, on this podcast is probably associated with swimming, and you know, you've been to competitions and you, you know what the adrenaline buzz. But when you get somebody who's never swum in an event, who comes along. Um, I mean, I one time I I brought my daughter along, and she was swam in the team, and she brought her uh, a a friend along as well. And the the father was uh, he was ex special forces uh, from Norway, and he was really really nervous. Um, so it it just gets it shows you a little window that you know people people um, can get a real thrill at taking part and get a real squeeze. And a sense of uh, achievement, and uh, and also raise uh, huge amounts of money for um, this, this year is Marie Curie, and Cancer Research UK, along with Swinburne Foundation. Which, uh, if you're interested, I'll tell you more about that.
2: Yeah, I well, was. That was my next question. Actually, How, what is the importance of raising funds for those charities? Where do, where does that money go exactly?
0: Well, I, I think everybody knows uh, Mary Curie and uh, mm. Cancer uh, Research UK. I mean, um, uh, ca- cancer is is, uh, is uh, pretty much the largest killer in, the, uh, in this country, and uh, Cancer Research UK is the, the, the leading research uh, institution in this country, finding solutions to cancer, you know, and making uh, a survivability much much uh, greater, and and, and the treatment not so bad either. Um, so you're not only helping, you know, people who are, uh, now, but you're helping, you know, people in the future. And they've got some very, very uh, strong goals about um, uh, decreasing the, the rates of cancer massively. Curie is all about hospice care and end-of-life care. And it's something you don't like to think about too much, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, how, how we, as swimmers, we know how you finish is really important. And... Uh, you know it, what what they do is allow people to uh, to to uh, wind their way off the mortal coil in the most dignified way, in, in a way that you know is right for them, and also offering massive support to all the families, you know, from financial down to nursing care, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And uh, having having lost uh, my mother and mother-in-law to uh, to cancer, uh, and um, my mother-in-law. Uh, decided to go home uh, well actually to to my sister-in-law's house and uh, my kids were there and everything and it was about as good as uh, uh, that ending could be so they do just the most phenomenal work and then we have the Swamathon Foundation which um, some of the clubs will know about that because you might have got a COVID grant from us Um, uh, and you know they're really promoting swimming Putting back into our local community um, and trying to strengthen swimming as a sport. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a real force for good um, Mm -hmm. and and something that's been, you know, so large in my life.
1: Do you know what I love most about swimathon? It's the raising money for charity is amazing, but it's also the effect of you're getting people in the pool. You're getting people swimming, which also Helps out the charities because you're encouraging a very active and positive lifestyle.
0: Absolutely. I mean, uh, it, it, the the driver for me was uh, was uh, getting um, getting people swimming. Um, mm-hmm. In fact, uh, I'd, I'd had a sponsored swim uh, company that we we, we just uh, raise money for for charity. Um, but the, the purpose of the whole thing was to visit as many uh, swimming clubs who, who wanted uh, a clinic. So I'd do a, a two hour clinic and um, we'd have a synchro, uh, 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 somebody from a synchro team with us usually as well. Uh, and it, it was just a great way for me to be able to, to go to as many clubs without having to pay as well. So mm-hmm. it, it, was, uh, it was really useful. It was great.
2: Yeah, okay. can we dive into the challenges? So you've spoken about the the mega distance ones, but if there's some nervous swimmers that you've been talking about before, what's the what's the different types of challenges that these swimmers can do?
0: Well, first of all, we've tried to make it as as open to everybody as possible. You know, no excuses. You can take part. So <laughs> there, there, there's there's an introductional one, which is the 400 meters, uh, and then you've got um, a, a my my, uh, my swimathon, which is that happens over uh, 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 the end of April, through to May, um, and I think it's the 29th of April to the 15th of May, where you can swim any, anywhere, any place, any time. And that that you know, I, I alluded it to, to to it earlier. Some people are, you know, a, a bit worried about going to a, an event. Uh, and they'd rather do it in their own time and space, so it gives them uh, a great way to take part. Mm. Uh, and then the challenges mount up on the individual. Uh, you know, the, the one point five k, the five k, and and then you've got uh, the the 39, thirty yeah. nine, thirty uh, point nine kilometers of all of the events put together. <laughs> Then then you have the teams, which is just fantastic. You know, if, if, if you're a swimmer and you, you can't get some of your mates together, you can have a real laugh with that, you know, um, see who's going to do the fastest time and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, again, there's a series of challenges. You, you know, you have uh, up to five people in a team. Um, great fun. There are 450 pools taking part, so there'll be one round the corner from you.
1: Mm. Definitely. I, I mean I
0: should say that the event weekend is the sixth to the eighth of May. So there's plenty of time to go to swimathon.org and site. Duncan,
1: <laughs> Duncan's a pro here, he's doing a job for <laughs> <laughs> Um I mean, I, I think we should definitely take part as a team, Dan. I'm not sure about oh, yes. challenging each other as times because you're one four <laughs> with me.
0: But, hey, look, 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 you know, I, I, I'm a 100 metres breast trigger. Taps and back and it's over. Yeah. And uh, 5,000 metres for me is a long way. Yeah. And every year I'm going, oh. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't get easier as you get older.
2: <laughs> oh, you don't fancy doing a 30K one then? Don't fancy that at all?
0: Uh, I think that might be, uh, 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 you know, that that's uh, <laughs> the idea of uh, 30 Okay, <laughs> might just do me in <laughs>
1: well i'm sure there's plenty of our listeners who are very able swimmers who should definitely give the 30k one a go over a weekend yeah, definitely oh it's
0: it's, um, it's amazing the number of swimmers that do it and they yeah. love doing it too because uh, you know they go to different it's quite often they'll go to different pools and uh, see different swimmers and so it's all you know to them it's a lot of fun yeah, and yeah. Uh, and they get the medal and that real sense of celebration afterwards. Achievement, yeah, definitely. Well, and yeah, yeah. great fun.
1: So, you say the festival is on the weekend of the 6th to the 8th of May, which gives people plenty of time to get training for the swimathon. So, what are your tips for training and to keep motivated for those who aren't often in a swimming pool?
0: Well, the first thing is sign up. Because commitment okay. is what it's about. When you commit, then you have I like that about it. And uh, yeah. the, the next thing is, you know, set yourself, um, you know, a training schedule. And there's plenty of stuff on, online. Mm. Uh, but, you know, the rule of thumb is you get in, you know, you, each time you get in, you you, you kind of swim maybe 10 to 15% further. Um, so, so you're looking about building stamina. The next thing is intensity. And, you know, all you competitive swimmers know that, If you swim at the same speed, you kind of get, (laughs) you get locked at that same speed. So change the intensity, you know, do some faster lengths or have some sprints at the end. Uh, And and finally, the old distance per stroke stuff, you know, count count the strokes per length and see if you can decrease the uh, strokes per length while still maintaining the pace, you know. Uh, And it's amazing how much you can teach yourself what works when you're when you're actually looking for improvements,
1: yeah. it's simple when you say it like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so yeah, easy. Yeah. I, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch the times quite so much because it, it you know, mm. it, it, they they are not getting any faster. And uh, I think uh, I think I might be swimming freestyle about the pace that I kick breaststroke. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> <laughs> but
1: that, that was the best tip I ever got when I left club swimming and went into what I'm now doing, which is open water, is just ignore the time. And that's why I went to open water because it's so much easier to not compare yourself. It's oh, so two different sports, isn't it? Almost yeah, two different yeah,
0: sports. Yeah. And also, you know, um, it, it, if you're not careful, uh, the counting can get in the way. Mm. You know, um, it, it, there's some great books written about, um, you know, swimming and, and and the zen of swimming, as it were. And I always feel that swimming is where yoga hits uh, running. You get all the benefits of running, but you get all the Zen of yoga too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it, you know, when, 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 you were, when I was a kid, when we were all kids, we got in the water and it was just the most magical thing. You know, you're laughing, you're loving it, and absolutely fantastic. You know, you, you, you try and get up and your feet come up and your nose goes under, because you can't <laughs> do the same strategy in the pool mm-hmm. as you can, you, you've been using outside of the pool and uh that, and it's it i, I suppose for me uh, there was a seminal moment in my career when i stopped uh counting the lengths and I, I started actually uh looking at how to improve the the technique and how to work on bits of a stroke at a time and mm-hmm. focus on them and i usually usually had a little um uh a little uh I, I suppose cues, uh, for instance, you know, um, I, w- when I finish my kick, I, I think about touching the toes together at the end. Because, mm. you know, in breaststroke it's so easy not to finish the kick. Well, mm. every stroke is the same. Mm. And, you know, to, to bring the heels up behind, I used to kind of touch my heels behind and bring them up. Now, when you're thinking of all that detail, you know, I, I, I think people think devil's in the detail. Well, actually, I think the regional saying was an architect who said God is in the detail. Now, you know, take it religiously or not. It, it, it's, mm. it, you know, it's swimming. As you, know, it, you look for the detail and you think you've got to relax every muscle in your body. Because when you're standing up, you're using 120 muscles or whatever it is. But when you're in, in the water, all you need is the muscles that you're going to use to swim fast mm-hmm. uh, and swim efficiently, uh, and uh, that—that is—that uh, is a hell of a mental journey because you know we're so uh, geared to to keeping balance, you know, on land, etc. That you have always got muscles working, and to turn those off is is a real—it's uh, a real mental exercise that is—it's uh, it, it, very pure and lovely, actually.
2: Mm-hmm. Difficult to get through to to youngsters about that. Try and be as relaxed as possible, but also swim as fast as you can. It's a difficult one to to sort of explain to them. Um, is it your aim to get the youngsters involved? Because we've seen on the website that um, that you're offering fifty percent discount for under 16s Is that part of your aim as well?
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean we we we've had uh, we, we've had uh, you know we we love getting uh, people involved, and uh, and obviously the future of swimming is in the young people. Uh, and and um, I, I mean I. I, I you know I could have gone into coaching and uh you know I could have gone into other areas of swimming but uh when I uh w- when I retired um if you can t- say that I ever did retire because I'm still swimming mm-hmm. um I, I thought what would be really cool um was to try and get more people active particularly swimming and you know as a kid I was dyslexic I was in the back of the class I was uh, I I was drowning in the class and swimming was the lifeline that saved my life well maybe a bit too dramatic but anyway (laughs) changed my life that was Mm, sure. yeah and I was just saying to somebody the other day uh, uh, if you talk to any of my teachers they'd say oh the the gold the gold medal was really shocking and surprising and everything else but uh, the fact that Duncan wrote for the Financial Times uh, for a little while yeah. was more shocking. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, and, then, and then of course I lost my hair uh, f- uh, through a fall. Um, so things weren't going great. Uh, and swimming was the catalyst. And I, I suppose I was uh, incredibly fortunate because I had contrast in my life. I knew what wasn't working. Mm-hmm. And I knew that what was working and was good in my life. And, uh, and I think I, I feel sorry for uh, some people who are really good at loads of things. Because how did you, you know, how do you che- choose which one?
2: Mm.
0: Um, so I, I was, uh, and I had some great people. I mean, that, that really made a difference. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's hugely important that youngsters get involved in swimming. and Me and Dan can testify that essentially we wouldn't be where we are in our lives without the sport. And we are in two very different places, aren't we, Dan? Very much so, yeah, very much so.
2: It's all going well, though. Both sides going pretty well at the moment. So, yeah, can't complain at all.
0: Well, I mean, uh, sw- swimming gives you a, a, a discipline and a way mm. of dealing with things um, uh, that, that you, uh, you're hard-pressed to find another sport that will give you that type of benefits. Mm. if you choose to use them. So, you know, you can build an amazing career um, because you, you've just learned so much in your career about, you know, yourself, others, and how, how to respond to um, pressures in front of you uh, and, uh, you know, the whole idea of, of self-improvement.
1: Mm. Yes, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Right. Final bits for about swimthon. then. I'm going to drum these in so that all of our listeners make sure they sign up. <laughs> what date is Swimathon?
0: It's uh, the sixth, the eighth of May. So it's that first weekend in May, um, unless it's uh, the, the kind of sim- uh, my swim that you, uh, my swimathon oh. that you do, where you've got a bigger window.
1: And where is Swimathon held?
0: There are 450 pools all around the country. So one round the corner, no getting away. Mm-hmm.
1: And how can people get involved? Most essentially.
0: Uh, the best way is go on to the website swimathon.org. It's it's all there. It explains uh, everything that you need to know. Uh, and as I was saying earlier, the training programs, etc. And uh, you know you can do it individually or as a team. So decide what kind of uh, swimathon you want to do and ha- uh, ha- how challenging you want to make it and who you want to be uh, with uh, to enjoy that challenge if you're doing a team
1: definitely and we will link all of those website links into the description of this podcast both on apple podcast spotify and on youtube we'll link it everywhere and we'll share it on our social medias as well um duncan it's been incredible speaking to you we're going to sign off with a little outro about swimathon but have you got anything more to say
0: well i think um, to, to, to me swimming is uh it, it, you know, you, you talk to any doctor, they say it's the best form of exercise for you. And uh, it, it's just got so many qualities that uh, help mental health, etc. Mm. And I, I, I suppose we're all uh, advocates or can be advocates for swimming. Uh, and, and it's about, you know, understanding how beautiful the sport is and what it gives to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and and and, and tell, tell people, you know, don't be shy to tell people, and uh, you know, don't don't be too much of a bore about it, but <laughs> you know, allow allow them to understand and, and educate yourself a bit about um, what what beyond you know swimming up and down, and having a race, um, the, the sport is doing for our communities and uh, and the health of the nation and uh, and a lot more.
2: Perfectly said. This is why you're president, see? It oh, <laughs> well, I mean,
0: just, just made me president because they'd like to throw somebody in regularly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, 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 I just get told and then thrown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so a reminder to all of those who want to take on the swimathon challenge it's available at over 450 venues take a look at the swimathon website to find your local venue and we all know leisure centers have been hugely affected by the pandemic Mm. so by signing up to swimathon 2022 you are supporting your local pool as £2.50 from every entry goes straight to that venue as well and on top of that swimathon would like to offer all of our listeners an exclusive 50% off all challenges and all you need to do is use the code ProPulsion22. Duncan, thank you so much for coming on to this week's it's podcast. A
0: pleasure, it's a real pleasure.
1: It's been a lot of fun. We are going to get off this and sign up straight away to our <laughs> own team competition, and we will keep you updated on our progress. Looking forward to hearing again. See you again soon. Cheers then. Yes.
0: Bye, everybody.
2: Thank you very much, Duncan. We'll catch you on the next one, guys.
1: You've been listening to the Propulsion Swimming Podcast with Scott and Dan. We want to thank you for joining us and invite you to subscribe to the show as well as checking out the Propulsion Swimming YouTube channel for weekly tutorials and videos to get your swimming fix. We will be back next week. Until then, we'll catch you on the next one.